Welcome to the Nick Fong Podcast. As the broker and owner of Ronaval Real Estate, Nick has spent nearly 20 years in Baja, California, sir. And in this podcast, he'll be talking everything Baja, from food and culture to real estate and property management. And now, here's your host, Nick Fong. Welcome back to the podcast, and today we have a new agent to Ronival, but not new to Cabo San Lucas in the real estate market, John Padgett. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you and talk about what brought you to Cabo years ago. Jeez. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'd gotten in the real estate market around 2000 in South Carolina. I'd been in medical sales for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And my mom talked me into getting a real estate license. <laughs> so South Carolina is where you're from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so I was working on this little island down in South Carolina called Edisto. The island literally is one mile wide, two miles long. Okay. It had one resort on there called uh, Aristo, but uh, golf course and condos. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it was residential. A couple of restaurants, one gas station, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Wintertime hits, November, not a soul. I mean, literally not a soul. In fact, the one bar that we used to go to, they shut it down. So what are, what are the winters like in <clears throat> South Carolina? Uh, they can get pretty chilly on the coast because you got wind all the time. Mm-hmm. So Snow? Mm, occasionally. Okay. I mean, it's an outlier. Okay. Up in South Carolina, where I went to school at Clemson, mm-hmm. that's in the foothills of the mm-hmm. mountains. You get snow up in there. Okay. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So I was one of the guys I worked with. I was like, Bob, I said, I don't know if I can do this. I said, you know, sitting around from November to March, mm-hmm. nothing's going on. And he's like, you know what? He goes, years ago, and this guy was an engineer for Disney. But when he was young, he goes, I used to sell timeshare down in Mexico. I'm like, you're not really helping the situation. But. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, he goes, no, he goes, it's really cool because it's a destination. Right. He goes, they're not, it's not like selling in the United States. Um, he goes, you should take a look at it. Check it out. I'm like, okay. Well, the amazing thing was El Cid in Mazatlan was an associate resort of this resort where we worked at. And I said, well, maybe I'll go to Mazatlan and check it out. Mm -hmm. And I was just talking to a client one day. I said, I'm thinking about going down to Mazatlan. They said, no, 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 go to Cabo. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I have no idea where Cabo is. I knew Cancun and everywhere else. So I got on the map and I found Cabo. And a buddy of mine I worked with, he's like, you know what? He goes, I'm kind of thinking of making a change myself. Me and my wife getting out of here. So sure enough, me and Mike booked our flights to Cabo. Yep. He had done a little bit more investigating. He had actually gotten in contact with um, some guys over at Pueblo Benito. Mm-hmm. And so we met with them when we flew down here. I had my frequent flyer miles, so we flew, both flew us down here. And, um, and so we met with them. By that week, I had an apartment and a job. Really? What year is that? That was in 2002. That was a July 4th week we came down. Mm-hmm. August 1st, we were back. Wow. So it was just a matter of getting some, my stuff put in storage mm-hmm. um, and, and settling that and getting that done. And, uh, but you know, I, I was a bachelor. Yeah. So, so you came here doing resort sales. Um, how many years did you do resort sales? Um, when I first got in 2002 and then around 2007, I got out of it and went with, uh, Fractional, but it was deeded. It was titled yeah. uh, deeded fractional right. um, on a golf course with mm-hmm. a golf course package and so forth. And that was kind of what I came from in South Carolina. Private golf course communities, uh, lakefront, 
oceanfront communities. That's yeah. what I had done. And so it was my focus and I really wanted to get back to that. Yeah. And so I got with that. And then of course we know what happened with the market. Yes. And I went back to resort sales mm -hmm. real briefly. And then I finally decided, you know what? It, it's just time. I'm not going to do it. Uh, I'll get into the real estate market. Mm -hmm. And I went back to the same fractional resort. Mm -hmm. And then I did that briefly, but then it was just, it was just time to really focus on the residential. Yeah. And so you've done residential for a number of years after that. Yeah. And before coming back to Cabo, because everyone, John took uh, a couple of years away from Cabo yeah. because you were doing what? Private golf course community in Arizona. Mm -hmm. um, the broker I worked with down here at the mm -hmm. residences at Paraiso Mall, mm -hmm. he contacted me and said, I've got a new project up in Arizona, up in Prescott, a little town two hours north of Scottsdale. And again, it was the only private course in that area. And so I went up there, took a look, took my oldest son, and he, I'm like, what are you, what are you thinking? He, my kid's like, this is it. Like, it is, and it is. It was. Great. It, it's such a variety of homes in that community because, again, it was all private, but you could buy a cottage right on the golf course for right. 2,000 square foot. Yep. At that time, it was 450,000 mm -hmm. to up to a couple million dollar homes uh, located. It was a 3,000 acre project. Yep. And then we were selling 10 acre, five to 10 acre lots and people build. So I did a combination of a lot of stuff, land and homes. Mm -hmm. When I left last year, that same little 2,000 acre cottage was $850,000. Okay. Yep. So that's, yep. that's how the market went. Yeah. Wow. And in how many years? Three years. Three years. So you come back to Cabo and you join Ronival Real Estate. Yep. How are you seeing the real estate market having spent a few years up in the States and now being back? What's really cool is listening to you guys because, and it's true, Cabo will do what the United States does. It'll follow. It's not instant. Yep. And that's exactly what's happened because and obviously when the pandemic hit, we were kind of worried in Arizona. I mean, we didn't know what was going to happen. The opposite happened and it exploded everywhere. And I think I told you the other day, I went to South Carolina in September mm -hmm. to talk to a buddy of mine about a 20,000 acre project that had been stagnant for many years. That place exploded over there because everyone from the North is coming down. Yep. Everyone, California were coming into Arizona and Texas mm -hmm. and stuff. So we were experiencing tremendous growth. Mm -hmm. To the point where, just like it's happening now, there's no resale anymore in, in Arizona. Something would hit the market. Literally this past Christmas, I sold a home to an existing client of mine. Uh, we sold it in four hours when they put it on the market. Yeah. And, that's, and now it's happening down here. So it's catching up to the United States. And I don't know when it's going to stop. So what, what, are, what did you see happen or what are you seeing happen in the United States? And what do you think? is going to happen here um, to address that, where there aren't many resales. You know what? It's, it's kind of a catch-22 because the cost of construction now right. has skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. And I just talked to my, one of my clients in Arizona who had bought the land from me, and he contracted with one of my builders. And I finally talked to him. I'm like, Tom, what, what are you going to do? He goes, I don't know. He goes, because the cost of construction is outpacing my ability to build. Mm -hmm. He goes, now I'm thinking about going back into the resale market, but we can't find anything. Right. So 
So to answer your question, I have no idea. Yeah, and I, I hear it from developers that are doing yep. you know dozens, if not hundreds of units. They're concerned of putting out a price yep. and not being able to make it work financially. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, for years down here, we would see that where developers could sell to a client mm -hmm. and start building later. Yeah. And you can't do that now. Yeah. You, I mean, you almost need to buy all the materials, yep. lock in that price, have the product delivered, yep. and then start. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But obviously, that's more financial pressure to outlay all that money as a developer. Well, it is. But in this, in the market the way it is today, you know, yeah. they'll sell it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to go. Hey, thanks for being a part of the Nick Fong Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest updates. And if you're watching this on our social channels, please like and share. And if you want to be featured or you want me to talk on a certain topic, food, activities, culture, real estate in the Baja, drop a comment. So aside from selling real estate, um, <laughs> tell everyone what your passion is in terms of hobbies or sports. Well, it's funny. College football is number one. I played golf all my life, so that's a big one. Mm -hmm. uh, every year going to the Masters up until my dad passing away eight years ago. Mm -hmm. He had tickets for 55 years to, this, to the Masters. Uh, ironically, I played rugby for seven years. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Um, I've gotten run over by some of the big boys. And now I'm talking big guys up in New York. I used to play. My parents moved us back to New York when I graduated high school. Okay. And then I went to college. But during the summers, I would go to New York. Mm -hmm. And I started playing rugby up there. And then I would play back in college when mm -hmm. I would go back. And, uh, yeah, so uh, there was an old bobsledder on the U.S. bobsled team. His brother played against a competing team. And I saw cleats over my head numerous times. Wow. But, uh yeah, so I, you know, broken jaws, noses, shoulders, mm -hmm. and everything yeah. else. And I was just faster than everyone else, though. <laughs> so, I mean, related to here in, in Cabo, not many people are playing rugby. A lot of people are playing golf. Yeah. Tell, tell everyone about the golf scene in Cabo. Golf scene's number one in Mexico. Mm -hmm. we, we've known that since I came down here. Uh, it's exploding and it's growing um, with the newest courses like Rancho San Lucas, the new Tiger course. Uh, my favorite's always Carencia, though, which is mm -hmm. private. Mm -hmm. Fazio. It is a Fazio course, um, as is Chileno Bay. And I've played both of those. Um, they are private. If you get a chance to get onto them, you got to go. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Diamante is actually one of my favorites as well. Okay. Um, the, the Dune side. Yeah. And uh, But funny thing is, that little Los Cabos Country Club, though, that was the one when I first started playing down here. That's where I played. And it's not, a, it's a traditional course. It's not like the target golf that you see in the deserts out mm -hmm. here. Uh, it, it's a nice laid out design. And that's a great golf course for locals. It is. Because it's not on the ocean. A lot of locals go there. You're not paying super, super exactly. out of outrageous prices. And how do most of these golf courses, you mentioned a couple private, yep. meaning you have to buy real estate in there yeah. to belong and buy a membership. Well, when I worked at Carencia, the memberships were 250000 just to join. Mm -hmm. That was on top of your buying the real estate. Mm -hmm. They rarely would sell you a membership outside. Uh, and, or with a two-year option, you either had to exercise that option and buy real estate. Yep. 
Uh, and the dues were, you know, 1200 bucks a month. Not what they are now, but that was when I was out at uh, Carencia four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. The community I came from in Arizona, to give you an example, the membership there, it's now 25000 and it's six, $700 a month Okay, so for the golf and everything. So why so much more expensive here? Is it more expensive to maintain? Well, it's probably, yeah, I would think so. Especially down here, you're not, you can't use, obviously, seawater. Yeah. Um, we have fresh water in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Down here, it is a lot harder to maintain uh, because you're having to filter the water. You're having to get it from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and it only rains like a dozen days out of the year. Yeah. Well, and Carencia especially doesn't have the, the play, if you will. Lola's Cabo's Country Club, I mean, mm-hmm. they can lower the prices because they're getting probably, you know, 70 rounds a day. Mm-hmm. Currency doesn't have that. Right, right, right. And so, so volume makes up for it yeah. and they can lower the prices. What are some of the nicer courses that are open to the public in um, Los Cabos? Cabo Real is a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was always my favorite. I marshaled out there for a little what, bit. Who designed that course? That was uh, Trent Jones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cabo Real, Compestre is a nice one as well. Uh, Puerto Los Cabos, you can get in on those. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice layouts. Uh, mm-hmm. they've, now they've added the other nines with Norman and Nicholas because mm-hmm. it used to be just 18, nine Nicholas, nine of Norman. Uh-huh. Palmy is a good one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not one of my favorites, but it's still decently priced. 27 holes. Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, but yeah, so my favorites, like I said, Cabo Real, you can get on public uh, and, and Puerto Los Cabos okay. and Compestre. If you're a golfer out there and you were to say, I don't belong to a club, what are some tips to get the cheaper rates? Um, You've mentioned the clubs that you like, the golf courses. What are some ways that you can golf for cheaper in the area? Um, There is a marshal. You can marshal. If you live here, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Become a marshal somewhere. Okay. I tried to get on the Cabo del Sol, but all that's gone now. Yeah. It's, it's all going private. private. And, uh, yeah, Cabo Real, I, I marshaled out there and got to play for free. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, and got friends on for free. So, you, no. Or you can become friends with club owners, right? Yeah, or I don't know. I don't think it exists anymore. But back when I first, was, when I first moved down and then around 2004, we had a men's league. We had like 150 guys playing in this men's league. And we got rates, and we even got on the private courses wow. at, at really good rates. Uh, I think Palmia, we we planned for around fifty bucks a round. Jeez! And co- the country club was thirty five, I think, back then. Wow! Um, you could play multiple times a week. Oh yeah! But then when the market crashed, that that men's league went from one hundred and fifty to I think we, one round I saw we had like thirty guys on it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! That's crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know what the real estate market did? I yeah, mean, we it had was... how many five hundred agents, and yeah. they were Go cut on. in half too. Yeah. I, I endured. I'm glad I did. And, but it was very, very tough. Yeah. The, there were two or three years where there were very little sales and yeah, only a fortunate few were getting them. Yeah. Um, unlike this market. And um, this is the 05 market. Yeah. It's been super, super crazy. It's yeah. been super active. I'm excited yet you've joined the Brony Ball real estate team. And everyone, John Paget's his name, golf is his game, <laughs> and a little bit of real estate on the side. <laughs> and thanks for being a guest. Thank you very much. And until the next one, bye for now. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nick Fong Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Ronaval Real Estate. And follow Nick on Instagram at nickfong underscore Ronaval. Ready to find your Baja dream home? Check out the latest property listings at ronaval.com or findmexicohouses.com. Hasta luego.